Well, very warm welcome to uh, this week's Chaplaincy podcast. I hope, as ever, it'll be a blessing to you, a little bit of a, a light touch and something familiar, a little bit of a sense of the Decanian community for you in the middle of this lockdown isolation weirdness. Um, it'll contain a little bit of community news. It's been amazing to have bits of news trickle in from lots of you. Um, some time of reflection, prayer, some Bible, a thought from the Bible, um, some top tips and a good news story uh, to share with you as well, as well as, of course, uh, a voluntary on the organ from uh, Mr. Bell. It's been lovely to hear news from Martina Hernandez. Uh, been putting together kits of masks the government have posted out, so it's been good seeing the situation get a little bit better out in Spain. Will Kennedy using his brand spanking new driving licence to pick up food supplies for the village food bank. Uh, Toby Shorthouse's dad using the Mira Showers technology to make kit for frontline workers and so many more of you helping deliver prescriptions and helping in various different ways. I wonder how you're doing. I hope this finds you well and in good heart and not fighting too hard over finding the best Wi-Fi at home. It's been nice to hear from uh, some ODs back from their closed universities in the UK and abroad as well and to see some of them from a distance, a safe distance, I might add. I know that some of you are concerned, some of you have got worries, um, uh, some of you staff uh, think you've had the virus, uh, some of you have vulnerable relatives you're concerned about with regard to the virus, some of you Decanians are worried about your parents' business, businesses and their finances, um, some of you international um, pupils are worried about seeking proof of English language level. I'm aware of all these concerns and have been praying into them. And it's been great to pray for a few of you every day by name and let you know about that and to hear news from you in response. So if I do get in touch with you this next week, um, do just drop me a little one-liner back to let me know how you're doing and how I can be best caring for you. I've been really enjoying... Um, uh, a comedian, Tim Vine, his one-liner jokes in my downtime. Uh, and here's my 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 be best one. I recognise it's a bit of a dad joke, so you can groan in the privacy of your own front room if you like. It's short, but good. A limbo dancer walks into a bar. There you go. That's the joke. And it had our au pair in stitches the other day. Uh, my wife Katie's been groaning at my humour. Um... But if you do have top tips or funny stories from isolation, I'll, um, I'd love to share some with you. So just um, uh, drop me a line at jcash at deanclose.org.uk um, or if you're a Twitterer, uh, follow me at, at deanclosechapel and uh, you can private message me. And I'm on Instagram as well, uh, dcs underscore the hub. Um, so all sorts of ways uh, you could get uh, in touch. And I'd love that. Well, okay, that was the uh, the call for our good news story of the week, which is provided by Matt Beecham and James Candy. And uh, they're um, going to tell us a little bit more about what they've been up to. You'll have heard a little bit about this in the Headmasters Assembly from uh, last week as well. Um, but massive congrats to them for being selected for the GB uh, kayaking squad this summer and we hope that uh, they can take a full part in that but anyway without further ado over to them and they're going to explain uh, what it's involved and what it means to them recently matt and i have been selected for the gb freestyle academy 
Freestyle kayaking is a path of whitewater kayaking where we do tricks and skills while going down a river. We use the flow of the river to help us do this. We do this because it's our hobby and we enjoy the adrenaline rush. And also, we like to meet new people at our club and find new rivers. My favourite memory is when we went to the Usk River through Abergavenny with a few friends from the club and helped them down the river. My best memory is when we went to the Whitewater Centre in Cardiff. We both really improved on that trip. This selection will be good as it will really help us help our skills and it will be good to have professional coaches. It will also help us become part of a new kayaking community and go further with the sport. During lockdown, I haven't been able to practice because I don't have access to any rivers or lakes, but I am looking forward to getting back on the water whenever that may be. I have had, I have had access to a pool where I can practice my flat water skills. I would encourage everyone to find a hobby which you can look forward to and use as motivation. Matt and I are very lucky to be part of such a high standard of sport. Thank you. Well, massive congrats to you, Matt and James. It's great to have these good news stories coming in. And I saw on my Facebook um, rather alarming images of the Beecham's um, using abseil ropes and kayaks and even kayaking on the trampoline to try and maintain some of that high-level training, uh, even under um, lockdown circumstances. Huge congrats to the both of you. And if you have a good news story, something you'd like to share with the Dean Close community, then do just drop me a line, get in touch, and I'd love to broadcast it. Yay! Well, that's the uh, yay prompt for our top tip for this week. And um, the top tip for this week is to get outside and to get out of breath. Uh, You'll know that when you get your heart rate up, you get out of breath um, and you're doing exercise, it really uh, does us a load of good. Not only is it good for us physically, but it's really good for us emotionally and psychologically. It releases those endorphins uh, after the exercise in the shower afterwards and you feel really good. And in my experience um, during lockdown, you either get into a vicious cycle or a virtuous one. And um, if you're not an exerciser, if uh, you hate the idea of getting sweaty and out of breath, then it takes quite a lot of effort to push yourself outside and to give it a go. In my experience, it probably takes about eight or nine runs or circuit training sessions or whatever it is that floats your boat before you begin to want to do the exercise. So it's an uphill struggle until that point, after which I think you get addicted to the endorphins and uh, and the fresh air, which is a great thing. So try and break your vicious cycle if you're in one with a virtuous exercising cycle. It just helps being at the desk for all that virtual learning. Um, it helps you to be alert and on it for the rest of the day. Um, you, you, there's all sorts of ways you could do it. You could join the uh, Dean Close at Home Strava Challenge uh, on uh, on Strava if you're a runner. We're trying to get up to 1,000 club miles. We're currently just on 336. James Candy, we just heard from him. He's the top male runner with 33.2 miles to his name. Congrats. And Mrs. Larkin Lawton, the top lady with 24.6 miles total so far. Um, So uh, come and and join the club and uh, show us up and get our total number of miles up. I think routine really helps. I've been going out roughly at the same time. Uh, after the morning at the desk and uh, it's been a real blessing uh, to me. Right now we're going to walk into our virtual chapel um, 
Uh, you can imagine in your mind's eye, you're sitting next to that person with the sharp elbows again, and uh, they're not particularly comfortable next to you. You get it, you pick up a Duff hymn book, which has seen better days. Um, but here is a chance to sit and to stop and to breathe. Let's begin with a verse. The Lord is good, a strong refuge when trouble comes. God is close to those who trust in him. Lord, as we come to you today, we recognise that we don't know what this day, this week, this month will hold. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And so right now, in a moment of quiet, we hold our day out to you. Right now, we decide to set aside this moment to centre our minds and our hearts on you. Would you gather up our scattered senses and focus them on you. I'll now uh, hand us over to Ethan Berham, who's going to bring our reading uh, for us this afternoon. Ethan. The reading is taken from Paul's letter to the Roman Church, chapter 8, beginning at verse 31. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God, and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, For your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is God's word. Well, thanks to Ethan uh, for that. Just a, a brief couple of thoughts on that amazing passage. I chose it because it talks about separation and of course that is a very topical uh, subject for our day of social isolation. But I wonder how you are feeling today. I wonder whether you know that you're loved. For some of us our home situations are much harder than our school situations. Perhaps being out of the routine that perhaps we kick out against at school makes us realise how much we appreciate it, how much it helps us to flourish. Perhaps our home situation is difficult for more significant reasons. Uh, perhaps you're just finding the struggle with technology uh, is really undermining your self-confidence. Um, perhaps you feel like a little bit of a failure at the moment. Perhaps you long to see those people who are very precious and close to you, close friends, close relatives, grandparents, the kind of people you might not be able to see at the moment. And perhaps that's left you feeling unloved, undervalued, uncared for. 
And these verses are a huge encouragement to us because in the Lord Jesus, we cannot be separated from God's love. That's their message. And um, the, the logic of it is, is to say that God has given us the greatest gift that he could ever give. He's given himself in the person of God the Son coming to earth to die on the cross for us. And if he's given himself to us, the greatest gift, then why would we worry that he will not give us the smaller things that we find that we need every day? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? He loves you. He will give you everything you need for today, for tomorrow. You can be sure of that, even in these extraordinary circumstances. And then the picture changes to a law court. Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It's God who justifies. And the picture here is of God as the judge sitting at the head of heaven's law court. And he's already said to the followers of Jesus, you are innocent because your sin, your rejection of me, your shortcomings have been covered by the blood of Jesus as he died on the cross. You're innocent. And if the judge of heaven's law court has proclaimed us innocent, well then, who can bring any charge against us? And therefore, the wonderful conclusion is this. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword or COVID-19, we might add? And the resounding answer is no. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. I am convinced, says the Apostle Paul, that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation, even pandemics, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So regardless of how loved you feel today, the message from the chaplaincy today is you are more loved than you could ever realise in the love of God demonstrated in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I hope that is a huge encouragement to you as you go about your business this afternoon and this weekend. Let's close with some prayers. May we who are merely inconvenienced by this pandemic remember those whose lives are at stake May we who have no risk factors remember those most vulnerable. May we who have the luxury of working from home remember those who must choose between preserving their health or making their rent. May we who have to cancel our trips remember those who have no safe place to go. May we who are losing our margin money in the tumult of the economic market remember those who have no margin at all. May we who settle in for a quarantine at home remember those who have no home. As fear grips our country and our world, let us choose love. During this time when we cannot physically wrap our arms around each other, let us yet find ways to be the loving embrace of God to our neighbours. Amen. We'll close with the school prayer today. 
Almighty God, we thank you for the gift of your holy word. May it be a lantern to our feet, a light to our paths and a strength to our lives. Take us and use us to love and serve everyone in the power of the Holy Spirit and in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Sending love and prayers from Bailey House to you all. Do keep in touch on email, on Twitter, on the Instagram, and I'd love to share your experiences and your news. And if you have need of a particular prayer, then please do be in touch and I'd love to help you out along those lines. Okay, until next week. Bye now.